At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. Good evening. Welcome in. I guess it's afternoon. It's The Edge here on VSN, the sports betting network. That's 4 o'clock somewhere, right? So I, that's kind of the evening. Jonathan Von Tobel, Matt Humans. you heard it. Great show on tap. Johnny Avella is going to be with us. Coming up momentarily, we'll talk a lot about what happened over the weekend. We always want to know how the bookmakers did. They're always belly aching about this, this, and that. And after Sunday night, <laughs> have to say that it was probably a pretty good weekend for the books overall, heading into a pretty big Monday night matchup, which we have today. Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers, Packers 11 and a half with a total of 49. Did you do anything here? I did nothing here. Yeah. No. No, I mean, it's not even, not even worth putting the Packers on a money line parlay <laughs> at minus 550. Why do you even mess around with it? Uh, and... I guess if I did something, I might take the Lions and the points, but I can find better things to do with my money than invest in the uh, Detroit Lions. Uh, yes. Now, I will say, I think the intriguing part is this was a Lions team that got right absolutely destroyed uh, by San Francisco in the first three quarters oh, no, uh, last it was, week. It was a one-possession game. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, we tend to forget that after a, a ridiculous comeback that had turnovers and onside kicks. John, this Lions team. Is the number four scoring offense in the NFL. That's right. All of it legitimate as well. Uh, (laughs) I I do think that there's like, there's a question of, is there any way against the Green Bay Packers, who we know are a little dinged up, who their defense is, I think does have some weaknesses, especially as we've talked about before. Over the last few years, one of the things that has stuck about a Green Bay is below average in terms of run defense. Whatever metric you want to use, they've had trouble with round games. They just got done with a game in which they were limited to 25 minutes of possession because they couldn't stop elongated drives against the New Orleans Saints. And is there, is there a realm out there in which Dan Campbell comes out, old school football, runs it, 
controls time of possession and can stay within a big number using the same strategy that the Saints did last week. Bust and bite kneecaps and right. get physical in this game. Uh, yeah, I think the Lions will probably come out with a game plan. I, I don't know how effective it's going to be. I think last week the Lions were actually much more effective when they just said, hey, Jared Goff, air it out. Let's put the ball in the, put the, ball in the air 40 times and, yep. and see if we can put points on the board. So uh, I, th- I think against the Packers, and especially speaking of uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, the version of 2020, what you have to do is try to run the ball, control the clock. It's old school football. Keep the quarterback on the sideline. And that's the way you can uh, kind of manage the uh, the game and keep it close into the fourth quarter. So that's the way I expect the Lions to play it tonight. Uh, does that mean I want to bet this under 49? Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily, because uh, this game could get away from the Lions and then they have to play catch-up like they did against uh, the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, it is, uh, on the surface, a pretty boring game. But we'll see if Jared Goff, you might, you kind of mentioned it, right? Is he going to be able to put up some similar numbers? I, I, I'm i always down on teams that are pretty simplistic with their offense, though. Jared Goff against the 49ers in week one. How about this? He was 34 pass attempts from zero to nine yards. He had eight behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah. It was a lot of dinking and dunking and throwing it out there and letting athletes do things. And it, this is, I think, the one thing we know about the Green Bay Packers. Secondary-wise, I think they're relatively solid. Corner positions are relatively solid. If you're just going to throw in front of everything, it's going to be pretty easy to contain an offense like that, which, by the way, it was for three quarters against the San Francisco 49ers. Well, Niners just made a bunch of mistakes, yep. and uh, the game became fluky at the end, and uh, that's why it was a one-possession game, and the Alliance were able to put up so many points. I, You know, what's interesting is uh, NFL NBC have done a great job of setting up phenomenal Sunday night matchups, yep. and a lot of the Monday games are duds. Yeah, does ESPN get, like, last draw, or, like, how does this work? I don't know. It used to be Monday night, man. You had the, the matchup, marquee matchup of the week. Yep. Now it's, uh, let's throw one crap team on every other week on Monday night. Well, at least they got a good one last week. But uh, Last week the... was uh, one of the best games you're going to see all season. But now you get NFC North and then a, uh, NFC East matchups this week and next. It sounds like an absolute nightmare for ESPN. So with that, and I think there's also, I, I know that one of the popular plays here is going to be Aaron Rodgers' passing props, right? Over two and a half, over on the passing yards. He's going to bounce back after what happened at week one. This is the worst defense in the league. He's heard all the talk this week, all the doubts uh, about whether or not he's focused, whether he's committed uh, to this team, and I expect Rodgers will bounce back probably in a big way tonight. That doesn't mean he's back for the season because, like you're saying, he's facing a, a pretty bad Detroit defense. Now, with that, there were many doubts about the Baltimore Ravens last night. There were doubts about the Ravens when they trailed 35-24 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, I never wavered. I never wavered one time. I never once maybe punched air and was like, oh. no, I did not do that in any way whatsoever. 36-35 to as we know, the final score there. But I think there's a couple of things to come out of this that are pretty fascinating. One, from the Kansas City Chiefs perspective, look, the Chiefs are a really good team overall because they have that offensive Patrick Mahomes. I think there are real conversations to be had, and maybe we'll do it during a new benchmark this week, about their defense and how legitimately good that defense is. You can play bend but don't break for a while, but at some point you're going to run into offenses, like the Ravens, who are going to be able to make you break when you're bending all of those times. But the Chiefs are also, to a certain extent, because they're so good, overvalued, right? So we get this trend, Kansas City spread struggles. How about this? The Chiefs, 1-11-1 against the spread over their past 13 games. Previously... The 17 before that, they were 15-2 and two against the spread. But the market has clearly caught up with how good the Kansas City Chiefs are and overvalued how good the Kansas City Chiefs are. Yeah, I think the market's caught up, but also the uh, maybe the rest of the league's catching up a little bit, too. Yeah. It's not always the number. You know, the number might be a, a point or two inflated 
that might not uh, make the difference in that one eleven and one spread record. I think the uh, the rest of the league's becoming a little bit better in terms of catching up with the Chiefs. But let's face it, last night was uh, uh, that ending was uh, that was a freak ending. Chiefs lost a fumble. The Ravens were fortunate to get back in it and win that game. They mm. were down eleven. They were not the better team last night. Mm. Um, not to say that it was a bad bet. Uh, I, if I played the game, I would have bet Baltimore plus a three and a half or four. Right. I would have played it the same way you did. Uh, but that doesn't mean that the Ravens were necessarily the right side last night because they were getting their butts kicked and Lamar Jackson was uh, not playing especially well. But Patrick Mahomes threw a, a really uncharacteristic, idiotic interception. As he was getting his legs taken yeah. out from underneath. And then, then you had the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire fumble at the end. And John Harbaugh made the right move by going forward on fourth down, keeping the ball in Mar- Lamar Jackson's hands. And uh, so you give the Ravens credit for that. But I'm not sure that uh, you know market inflation is the entire reason the Chiefs are 1-11-1 and against the spread in their past 13 yeah. games. I just think uh, they're regressing a little bit too, and also maybe they were undervalued when they went on that fifteen and two ATS run. Right, right. That's when they break onto the scene. It's it's when we're talking about these games before we knew how good Patrick Mahomes was. All of these things, right? Like, but now we have seen this, and you know, it's it's all part of the equation. You mentioned it. it's not all market inflation, but also when the market is consistently pounding a number that went from two and a half through a key number of three, three and a half, and up to four. Yeah. <laughs> like that's you know that's going to be part of the reason. And then when those mistakes pop up, then all of a sudden you're going to be in a situation where you don't cover those numbers and maybe lose outright like you did against Baltimore. Sure. But the other part of this, too, is uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are part of the, the bigger picture, which is if you're talking about, like, public over the last two weekends not doing the greatest job, although the Monday night game was pretty good for them, Ravens uh, and Raiders, but the Super Contest and Circa Million consensus selections. Oh, wow. How about these duds here? And this is part of, right, the Baltimore Ravens coming through yesterday. Check this out. Westgate Super Contest consensus picks over the weekend. Oh, for five. Steelers. Top pick for the Super Contest, five and a half. Eagles plus three and a half. Chiefs minus three and a half. Rams minus three and a half. Cardinals minus three and a half. And for the Circa Million, Panthers and Patriots were on there, but the losses with some similar teams, Steelers, Chiefs, and Cardinals. Uh, what a week for the consensus picks there, huh? Well, I was saying the Super Contest, I went four and one. I had one of the uh, consensus losers. I, I changed the pick at the last minute yeah. from the Bills to the Rams. After uh, reading a lot about the Colts' injury problems and thinking, well, the Colts are going to be lucky to hang in this game. So that was a bad switch by me at the last minute. Well, hell, but you talk about the certain moments. I mean, the handicap is correct. The, yeah. the bad snap by a punt on a punt, right? And then all of a sudden you're talking yeah, about. Get a little bit unlucky. <laughs> right. I didn't want to whine about it. Yeah. But uh, the Circa Million actually went 4-1 and one there and uh, had two of those consensus plays, the Panthers and the Patriots. Uh, so a pretty good weekend in the NFL, but I, I was a little bit surprised the Steelers were so popular just laying that number of points. Yeah. I know the Raiders were in the, the worst situation possible off that Monday night win going to the East Coast, but uh, it's not like the Steelers' offense really inspires you to say, hey, i got to lay a bunch of points with this team. Man, it's like we're on the same wavelength here, man. It's like all <laughs> these things we set up so that they smoothly transition to the other. Were the Raiders really in the worst situation, Matt Humans? Well, they were in a... Unenviable situation. Yes, they were. Just because, uh, just simply off the Monday night win, when you have a huge win like that, right, and you have to go on the road to face one of the league's elite defenses, you would think it's going to be a pretty bad spot. I think the Eastern Time Zone situation might be a little bit overrated. Oh, you think? Yes, I think so. So this is we're calling this. This is the real big lie here. How about this? So West Coast teams playing in the Eastern Time Zone since 2013. 73-58 straight up, 7-3, and 5 against the spread. Three teams made the trip to the East Coast in Week 2 from the Pacific time zone. The Rams, the Raiders, the 49ers. They all won 
two and one against the spread. The Rams, the only team not to. And I think a lot of people be surprised. Yes, Indianapolis in the Eastern Time Zone. Uh, that's right. Actually, the 49ers stayed on the East Coast after they played the Lions last week. So right. I think that was a smart move by Boy Wonder Kyle Shanahan. So this leads to my overall point here, which is not so much, let's start playing teams going west to east. I think it's more so like, look, you mentioned one of the key points. Traveling is getting easier by the minute, right? Especially for when you have the resources that these teams have. Yeah, you have doctors, long, sleep as long doctors. As you don't and, fly Allegiant Airlines. Uh, and you take oh. charter jets, I think the travel's going to be okay. Uh, Allegiant Airlines, by the way, new sponsor for the Pac-12. So let's uh, let's back that up a little bit. Uh, uh, they canceled which... my flight from South Dakota. <laughs> gave me a $100 voucher, and it cost me 900 bucks to get back. Nice. How, how is a crap discount airline the sponsor of the, the $2 the billion way, dollar stadium not in only, Las Vegas? Uh, well, huh? that, so I mentioned the Pac-12 thing. Did you know that somebody had pointed this out on social media that not only is Allegiant one of the new sponsors, the official airline for the Pac-12, they don't fly to Seattle or Utah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. that, that's kind of important, I think, in the Pac-12. Yeah, they probably uh, fly to some small towns up yeah, there. Yeah. But, but I think my overall point was like, I think this is to me, it's like, it's not that hard anymore. You mentioned it. These are chartered flights. The Patriots have a private freaking plane. They have sleep scientists and doctors and all of these things. Like, it's not me traveling on a 300-person jumbo jet to the East Coast and I get a cold because some disgusting person is sitting next to me. It's pretty easy to make these trips for these teams. You're so. Talking about your New Jersey trips? Uh, oh, yeah, it was a nightmare. Also kind of terrifying, but, you know, that's a Sleep another. scientist. Yeah. I might t- need to see one of those. Tell someday. you when to sleep. Oh, they, they'd have a field day with you. First, you got to sleep. I think that's like that's the first step. Uh, all right, we have plenty of to get to. Uh, quarterback injuries as well. We'll get to that at some point here in the show, maybe in the second hour. Johnny Avello is going to be with us, though, on the other side. We'll get the bookmaker's perspective of everything that went down over the weekend. It's the Edge. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. The Edge here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Remember to make your football season this sport, uh, your, uh, I can get through it, your best sports betting season ever. You never ad lib on reads. It's, it's a nightmare. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streams, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VSIN.com data and analysis. Get everything VSIN has to offer for only 22 bucks a month. Sign up now at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Let's leave the promos up to me. I'll take them from there. All right, sorry. I've been called the Gus Johnson of promo readers. Okay. You do bring the energy. That is that is absolutely true. All right. I'm going to use a reference that I just learned about yeah. here. Here's Johnny, right? Johnny Avello is with us, DraftKings Sportsbook. John, how are you this day? I would assume the weekend after Sunday night went very well for you over at DraftKings. Great weekend, JVT. Mm. Uh, Good to hear. Started off with, uh, you know, Thursday's game was big action. Uh, a couple of college games Friday night. Saturday, another big handle for college. And then yesterday, uh, you know, what can I say? I mean, uh, we're in more states. The handle's growing. Um, really excited to, to book on Sundays. Monday night, the Lions and the Packers. Looks like the DraftKings are up to Green Bay, minus 12, total of 49. How's this game being bet tonight, Johnny? You know, strangely enough, uh, you know, there there's some Packer money out there on the side. But when I look at the money line, it's mostly Lions for us. Um, they're, I, I just think the public's afraid to lay the points with this Packer team. You know, we had 240 yards of offense last week and didn't play during the preseason. Just not ready to play pro football yet. At least that's what it appeared so far. But. You know, they may come out and have a good showing tonight, but it's from what we've seen so far, it's it's a you know tough decision for, for to lay the number. I, I would assume, too, with the Packers, John, like when you're talking about this, we see this all the time, like a lot of money line parlays tied to the Green Bay Packers. But after the weekend, that was like there can't be that much tied into this, right? Given the fact that a lot of these like a, a big favorite, like the Chiefs, for example, going down, there's not too much danger here around that, right? There really isn't. Yeah. No, 
Uh, you know, it's just about the game tonight, which is a great spot to be in because, you know, you know what happens sometimes when uh, everything works during the week, Thursday and Saturday and, and Sunday, and then you come into Monday and you're, no matter what happens, you're in bad shape. So we're not in that situation tonight. I'm sure we'll be in that pickle a few times during the year, but tonight's not one of those times. Okay, yes, I'm we ready. We have seven 2-0 seven teams in the NFL after uh, two weeks. Johnny, I talked with you uh, about this last night, wrote a uh, story about it for the New York Post this morning. For real or phony, we're going to start with the Las Vegas Raiders. The only team to be underdogs in the first two games to start 2-0, and and the Raiders beat pretty good uh, defenses in the uh, Steelers and the Ravens. Are, do you believe the Raiders are for real after two weeks, or do you think uh, a little bit phony? You need to see more. I don't know if they're phony, Matt, I don't, but I don't think they're for real. So it's somewhere in the middle there. Uh, this is a pretty good test for them this week. I, I think the Miami quarterback, the last I heard, is there's a shot he plays this week. You know, he's got he's got rib problems. So um, I would say there's more of a chance he plays than not. Be a good test for the Raiders this week, even though they're at home. Um, if they beat Miami convincingly, I I would uh, I would move more into the for real category. But I think this will be a tough game for him. I'm all the way in on for real. Now we get the oh, news yeah. today that Derek Carr is questionable to play with an ankle injury, but like barring any health concerns, this has been a top 10 offense in terms of efficiency each of the last two years. They're heading that direction again. They improved the defense, new coordinator. I think they're for real. I think they're a playoff team. The market undervalued them in the first two spots. And I think that this is going to be a team that's pushing for a playoff spot. Well, if they lose in week three, there's a lot of people going to be saying they're phony, but yeah. you're right. Derek Carr, Derek Carr has shown one thing. And uh, that's a lot of toughness. Gusto. He's only missed two games, two starts yep. in his now in his eighth year with the Raiders. And uh, I expect to see him make the start this week. Raiders four point favorites over the Dolphins. How about the other team, Johnny, in the AFC West? It's two and zero. The Denver Broncos for real or phony? Uh, I don't think they're for real. I think they're o- they're an okay team. They probably end up with nine wins or so. I think. The, the the next four out of six, they're they're going to be you know probably beat the Jets this week. They're, that game is up to eleven, but then after that, they could possibly lose four out of the next uh, six. Um, you know they, they did well in preseason. They started off the season well, two and zero, probably be three and zero. I just think things are going to get a little tougher for them. JVT, what's approved to you when the Broncos beat the Giants, the Jaguars, and now have the Jets? Uh, not much, but I will say that if like it, it depends on what your barometer is, is for real, right? Like, do I think they're going to probably be a playoff team? Uh-huh. Nine, ten wins, somewhere in that range? But yeah, I think they're for real. So you I, think there'll be three playoff teams from the AFC West? Oh, I think there's a very legitimate okay. shot that that's going to happen. And we, we talk about the Chargers, yeah, right? But my question is, when you're looking at a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, whose majority of his attempts come right from short, down on the scrimmage in that little range, how realistic is that to maintain that offense going forward? But I think, yeah, like they're talented enough that they're going to be a playoff team. All right, the Buccaneers and the Rams face off this week, a couple of 2-0 and teams, and uh, the Rams one-point favorites at most spots. you got to pick them out there in this game, too. Johnny, this looks like the, uh, the matchup of the week. I guess we can agree both these teams are for real, right? Yes, we definitely could agree on that. Uh, yeah, I think uh, this game is going to be probably the heaviest bet game of the day next Sunday. Uh, it's in the afternoon. It's uh, positioned with a couple other 1 o'clock games. Uh, you know, one we mentioned was the Dolphins-Raiders. That should be watched pretty heavily. Jets-Broncos maybe not so much. And Seattle-Vikings, which, uh, you know, moderate there. So I think this is probably the marquee game of the day. 
have to agree. Although <laughs> I know you don't like that Tampa Bay pass defense. I don't think. Yeah, you can't right for the first, from the first two games uh, that secondary, especially with the injury to Murphy Bunting. Like how that is going to hold them in the big picture, though, right? Like we're talking about once we get to the postseason. This is still going to be a team that wins 12, 13, 14 games and, you know, is going to be a top seed in the NFC. But when you're talking about those playoff games, if that continues to be an issue, how often can you get past that with 30, 40 points a game? It's definitely a weakness for the Buccaneers. <clears throat> Excuse me, and the Cowboys exploited that. The Bucs did pick off Matt Ryan three times. He had a decent day through the air yesterday. The Buccaneers have to be concerned about the coverage in the secondary for sure. How about the Carolina Panthers? Uh, Johnny 2-0, Christian McCaffrey's back, Sam Darnold looks rejuvenated, but it's been a, uh, a pretty easy early schedule. The uh, Panthers drew the Jets. I think they caught the Saints in a great spot yesterday. Now they go on the road Thursday night to Houston. Do you believe in the Panthers? Because I do. Um, I, I believe that they will certainly win over expectations. I don't believe that the Panthers are a playoff team, though. Um so I, I think they'll have a better season than was expected. They'll probably be three and zero after the first three weeks. I don't expect uh, you know to to see this team uh, as a Super Bowl winner, or they might just fall short of the playoffs. I say nay. I, I'm going to go with not, and mainly because look, you, you beat up on with clearly a very bad Jets team, right? In that contest, uh, then you take on New Orleans, who has really banged up and injured multiple injuries at key positions all around, both offense and defense. And your offense is built around all these short throws, these dinky dunks. I, I just want to see a little bit more against some legitimate competition. I'm not going to learn that much against Houston this week, so I'll say no. Right. I played the Panthers over their season win total of seven and a half. I thought they could get to eight, maybe nine wins. I'm not saying they're going to be a double-digit win team, but right. uh, the Panthers are a team, I believe, on the rise. And the, the schedule sets up pretty well for them, especially oh, the first half of the schedule. They're definitely in good hands. Like They're going to be a pretty good team going forward here in the next few seasons. All right, how about the 49ers, uh, Johnny? Do you see any weaknesses in San Francisco? Yeah, there's a lot of weaknesses because the team's really, you know, banged up, a lot of injuries. But, uh, you know, when the team's intact, they're they're a quality team and a contender to win it all. But, you know, they've been, they've been fighting injuries over the last couple of years. So we'll see if they can get through this, get through a stretch, and then get healthy. But, yeah, I believe in them when they're intact. I'm going to go with not for real. Phony? I have questions. You're going to go with phony. Phony. Sorry, not for real, phony, whatever, my English. Um, well, I do have questions about their offensive line, and I think when you look at the, the pass protection in this game against the Philadelphia Eagles, Philly in this contest, humans, they racked up seven pressures on Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, they yeah. were all over him, and it forced him into a lot of mistakes. That's why it was such a low-scoring game, and I think that's a weakness for this offense, on top of the injuries that Johnny mentioned. So I got some questions about San Francisco. Johnny will remember this. Uh, you won't, but during the NFL strike, when they had the uh, scab teams, yeah. San Francisco's nickname was the Phony Niners. Ah, that's good. The San Francisco Phony Niners. How do you think The Chicago is? Spare Bears. Uh, <laughs> all right, so the last one, if the Raiders are not the most intriguing team on this 2-0 list, Johnny, I think it's the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Uh, what do you think of the Cardinals, for real or phony? I think they're for real. I think they're a playoff team. Uh, Kyler Murray's something special. I think he's the fa- he might be the fastest. He's certainly the fastest quarterback, I believe, in the NFL. Might be one of the fastest players. Um, can get out of situations when needed, uh, pretty good receivers to throw to, makes good judgment out on the field uh, that this defense has got to get a little bit better for him, though. But I, I do believe in the team. Boney, let's go. Really? 
Well, one, we talked about the matchup week one against Tennessee. Worked out in their favor. You take on Minnesota, who's legitimately skilled offensively, and you saw what they did defensively. And they probably should have lost that game yesterday, except for a missed kick at the end of that contest. Sure. Murray had some questionable decisions yesterday in terms of the interceptions. Uh, I, I still want to see more out of a team that over the last few seasons has been simplistic offensively. All right. JBT and Johnny Avello going head-to-head on the Cardinals. All right. <laughs> All right, John. Hey, we're up against it. We appreciate the time today, though, man. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Yep, you got it. All right. We have plenty left to get to. We'll talk a little Major League Baseball, man. There's a good series over the weekend we'll discuss. This is The Edge on VSN, the sports betting network. You heard it, the Edge here on VSN, the sports betting network. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel, Matt Humans alongside as well. So, Let's get into a couple of things from Major League Baseball uh, over the weekend. It, it is still going on. In fact, yesterday yes. uh, during the Sunday night game, it was great because I was keeping track of the Sunday night game between Philly and New York. The Mets and the Phillies were playing. Phillies were white hot. All of a sudden cut that deficit and they had at least to just one game. Was hoping yeah. that they could take one, get back in it. But regardless, they lost. But we, we had a lot of action over the weekend. But I, I think one of the more important things here to discuss is the Yankees look like they're not going to be a playoff team. And this was a team that we had talked about just last week. The yes price in them was minus 245 I, I said, to make it to the no. playoffs. I, said, I, no. I was scouring too. the Nevada yeah. market to see if it was offered somewhere so I could bet the no, and it ultimately wasn't. So over the weekend, with the season on the line, Garrett Cole, your savior, your white knight, the man at the top is <laughs> supposed mine. to come and take not you, mine. right? Yeah, the Yankees. Look yeah. at these headlines from the New York Post. New York is such a great media market. $320 million man. Right. Yeah. Saturday, Yankees need Garrett Cole to be a hero with the season on the line. Sunday, after an 11-1 loss to Cleveland, Garrett Cole booed off of the mound as Yankees get pummeled by the Indians. Cole, five and two-thirds of work, seven earned runs, seven strikeouts and a walk. That 11-1 loss, and New York finds themselves about two games out of the playoff picture at this point right now. He was bad. He gave up ten hits, seven earned runs, and uh, did not get through the sixth inning. I had to laugh when I saw the uh, the tale of two headlines on the New York Post. (laughs) Need him to be a hero. Next day, boot off the mound. Yep. And uh, that's kind of been the story for the Yankees here the past couple of weeks. They don't have a hero uh, who's going to uh, save the day for them right now. And how much has that, has that line shifted on the Yankees to be uh, a playoff team? Because I would think at this point they got to be a favorite to miss the playoffs. You and I both thought that line was uh, way inflated. Yeah. Uh, a week was it a week ago? Oh yeah, it was last week. And look, and that's not you know as we know that's not a criticism of oddsmakers, right? Because the market also sets these prices. Oddsmakers sure. throw stuff up, then you got to adjust for liability. Uh, the, this part of the market and uh, accounting for some of the liability that you're going to get because the Yankees are a public team. So right now to make the playoffs over at DraftKings, the New York Yankees no minus two hundred. Last week was yes, yes minus two forty five. Oh, how times have changed there for the New York Yankees. I mean, the Yankees needed to beat the Indians, and they got blown out two days in a row in the Bronx, and it looks bad right now. A game and a half back in the second wild card. Uh, Red Sox, Blue Jays in position ahead of the Yankees. And uh, the A's still have a chance to sneak in there. Yeah. Well, and it hasn't helped them. not out of it yet. The A's have won five in a row, JVT, to get right back in the race two games out of the second wild card. The A's have won uh, those five consecutive games to get back within their half game back in New York. Uh, Guess who else has won five straight? The Boston Red Sox, who are now in control of that top overall wild card in the American League. Just a one-game lead over Toronto, who, as we know, has been playing incredible baseball over the last, what, two weeks now, and who took care of business in a big way against those Yankees just last week. So, yeah, the, the Yankees just find themselves in this position now where, again, they're so inconsistent in some of the most key areas, right? Like your bullpen is not very good. When your ace goes out there, 
and performs like that in a must-win game against, by the way, a lesser team and the Cleveland Indians, like you got to be okay. able to take care of business, and ultimately you don't. And it makes a lot of these spots pretty intriguing as we head down the stretch in these last couple of weeks of the season because you talk about aces, right? Well, the Toronto Blue Jays have an ace, and his name's Robbie Ray, and he is now the favorite to take that Cy Young. But it looks like uh, when you see what Robbie Ray is able to do here for the Toronto Blue Jays in a pretty big spot against the Tampa Bay Rays, what that is going to look like for Robbie Ray is going to be pretty intriguing because we get him one more time tonight against Tampa Bay. Yeah, Robbie Ray is a, uh, right now it's circa minus 130 favorite against uh, the Rays at the Trop tonight. And uh, the Yankees with Nestor Cortez on the mound, minus 254 at circa against the Texas Rangers. Uh, would you take a shot on the Rangers with the Yankees in a funk the way they are? It's kind of tough to do. It's tough because it is the Texas Rangers, but right. uh, and still in this range where, look, we're, we're talking about implied probabilities and the likelihood of these Yankees winning these games. When you have the inconsistencies of this, if this bullpen, and, and even against a team like Texas, how do you have faith that that is going to hold over the course of nine innings, given how inconsistent they have hit sure. and how that has been for New York with those prices? I couldn't do it. I, and I think the most people are going to look at this game. are going to lay the run, run and a half with the Yankees. Bet it on the run line, minus 140, 145, something like that, and hope that the uh, Yankees wake up offensively because they were sleepwalking the past two days. And uh, you would think with that lineup, at some point they're going to bust loose here. So maybe that's something to look at tonight, but I did not bet that game. By the way, the Yankees are getting Luis Severino back. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to be in the bullpen. I mean, and uh, it might be too little too late. And, and who knows, like, right, what, what is that buildup like, uh, coming back like, right? Like, he's not going to come back and be Luis Severino right away. Yeah, he's got, like, two weeks. Yep. <laughs> he's got two <laughs> weeks to, to help the team. Uh, it's probably not going to help too much. Coming out of the yeah. pen. And, and, you know, by the way, you should note, too, with this Toronto game, uh, that the respect for Robbie Ray, the, the market, it's, it's legitimately good. And, look, Tampa Bay struggled a little bit. They lost two out of four, they split a four-game set with the Detroit Tigers uh, over this past weekend. They've been a little inconsistent. They dropped, actually, a three-game set with Toronto during that week as well. And it's actually been kind of an up-and-down stretch here for the Tampa Bay Rays over the long haul, over the last 10 games. So that's part of the reason why. Shane Baz is on the hill as well. You don't know what you're going to get out of him for a starter and probably not going to be out there for long for Tampa Bay. But the respect for Toronto to take on a team that is one of the best ones in Major League Baseball in Robbie Ray and to lay $1.25 on the road with Ray on the hill it speaks to where the market has come around here on Ray and the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, yeah, that's true. But I also I think Robbie Ray's going to get a lot of betting support in a game like this just because he's been so good. You know, what, one of the amazing things about the Rays, and they are uh, 34 games over 500. They went 18-1 and one against the Baltimore Orioles. Mm-hmm. So half of their there's, – there's 17 games over 500 against Baltimore and 17 over – against uh, every other team on the schedule. But that doesn't take anything away from how great the Rays have been. I just think you have to favor Robbie Ray uh, at least in the 120, 130 range in this matchup at the Trop. Uh, on the other side, right, because the National League, of course, uh, there is a lot going on in that race. How about the Padres? <laughs> They're cooked. Wow. Got to be done. about a dumpster fire and a fight in the dugout between, near fight in the dugout between Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis. Yeah, I thought they were best friends. It's crazy. Uh, and then you look at St. Louis after a massive performance over the weekend, which they take care of business against those Padres. Yeah. 
Eight-game winning streak for the St. Louis Cardinals. Well in control of the second wild card right now. Three games ahead of Cincinnati. Three and a half ahead of Philly. The Padres. The Mets as well. Uh, just like we expected, right? Two two weeks ago when we were like, who's going to get it? Cincinnati or San Diego? Right. And here's St. Louis, winners of eight consecutive games. But this is a big deal because now you get Milwaukee. And Milwaukee's on the verge of clinching this division. But they could actually potentially do it if they take uh, this series from the St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals can't afford to lose anything, though, really, as they're maintaining this tepid race for the second wild card. Now you get John Lester on the hill taking on Freddie Peralta, and this is a really big price for Peralta, up to minus 210 in some spots, plus 190 coming back on the St. Louis Cardinals. And I get it. John Lester has not been the best option for you. A whip over 1.5 is extremely inconsistent with the contact he's given up. But I will say this. Over the last five starts, don't look now for Lester. He's been okay. He's been he's been solid. He hasn't yeah. given up more than two earned runs in five consecutive starts. In his last two, he's gone six and seven innings. And maybe they were starting to see some positive regression here for John Lester. And again, you're talking about a team who has won as many games as they had. Is this a price that is too high, given the fact that this St. Louis Cardinals team is playing baseball the way they are and Lester is pitching in the form that he is? Yeah, baseball betting is all about the price. And I, I see a plus 190 out there. I mm-hmm. think that would be something that might make you flip the trigger on the Cardinals tonight because a lot of people laughed about St. Louis's moves at the trade deadline, but John Lester has turned out to be a help uh, yep. here down the stretch. And uh, man, Cardinals are red hot. I, I said two months ago that was a team to watch out for. I wasn't sure they would get this hot, but they have. And uh, my Braves are trying to hold off your Phillies at the top of the National League East. So I, I love the two wild cards, and I think it's made baseball so much more interesting in September. And it actually it adds to the uh, the betting attraction to it, too, because a lot more teams have something to play for here in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, the Phillies, I'm going to pull this up, because this is where you start to enter. Like, this is where... I figured that the Phillies are going to start to make their run. Now, both teams have series against lesser opponents. The Braves uh, get to take on the Colorado Rockies this, at the beginning of this week. And, or excuse me, the Arizona Diamondbacks. They just got done with the series against the Rockies. And Philadelphia is going to take on the Baltimore Orioles. But the Phillies' remaining schedule as you go forward here, the next seven games are Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. Before you wrap up the series against Atlanta, there's a three-game set, or excuse me, against Miami. There's a three-game set against Atlanta sandwiched in there. You don't have that many games left. About 14 games left. You got to take care of business against Baltimore and Pittsburgh over the next week if Philly's going to take this division. And if uh, Philly falls short, the Phillies are going to look back in middle of August when they got swept in a three-game series at Arizona yeah. as a, uh, a very costly road trip. I still will never forget <laughs> uh, the the day that series started. I was like, easy schedule in baseball. <laughs> Phillies to win the division. Let's go. Swept in three games by the Arizona Diamondbacks, but still alive. And also, if Bryce Harper was an MVP, I mean, come on. Ninth inning, rock a two-run shot and t- give your team the lead. Uh, right? Bryce Harper's not the MVP. <laughs> uh, by the way, Giants won, still one game up yep. on the Dodgers, who have won two in a row. And uh, how about the Padres, 20 and a half back, and I think we're going to have a manager change in San Diego. When you, when you have near fights in the dugout and a team that's uh, imploded down the stretch, don't you think it's uh, the next natural move is to, to make a move with the manager? You don't think Jace Tingler is going to be the I answer? I never thought he was issues? the answer. But when you have a team with high expectations, a lot of egos and veterans, I, I think you need a, a more more experienced manager in charge of that dugout. And he's obviously lost control of that team. Yeah, it hasn't gone well. And it, it also hasn't helped uh, some untimely injuries as well during this stretch, too, for their pitching staff. But at the end of the day, uh, you are right. Managing the egos and everything, it has not gone well for San Diego, who seems to be on the skids. And I, I would assume is not going to make the postseason at this point. All right. 
Last couple of minutes on the program on the other side. We have best bets. We'll recap over the weekend how that went for both of us, what we're looking at as well for the coming weekend of action, both college and pro. Let's take a look at the college slate, too, because we got a lot of good matchups in college football this coming week, including a pretty big one on a neutral between Wisconsin and Notre Dame. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a.com slash iHeart. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Before we make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights to where the money and bets moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. All right, Matt Eumanns. Recap the weekend first, and then we'll get into uh, plays added for the day and the coming week of action that will be. For myself, uh, week two, contest-wise, was really good. 4-1 in the Super Contest, uh, but for the show, 1-2, and two, the Eagles, one of the more frustrating games to watch there with the Philadelphia Eagles, plus four. Uh, what is it? You get a 91-yard pass that doesn't result in a touchdown. Multiple issues, like a touchdown called back after stepping out of bounds, a blocked field goal. Uh, ultimately, though, doesn't matter. The Gotta Eagles love that Philly special play on fourth uh, down. Where the wide receiver throws it out of bounds. Fourth and goal, and the wide receiver throws it away. Gotta live okay. to play another down, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then Falcons, Bucks, under. I really underrated how bad that secondary is uh, for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Matt Ryan in the first three quarters was great. Slicing them up, uh, just carving them up, getting big chunk plays downfield. When did Cordero Patterson, by the way, become the best Falcons player? That was insane. He's been great through the first two weeks. Right. Uh, and then, embarrassed to say that I was on the uh, Miami Hurricane over the weekend. Get the Patriots there at minus five, but uh, Miami, holy crap. Manny Diaz, get Miami, them ready to play. Florida State, yeah. who's the bigger embarrassment? Florida State, obviously, but now, one of them was uh, ranked both before those the season. Teams were in bad shape and uh, probably headed for more coaching changes. All right, for the weekend, uh, for me, it was a pretty good one. In the NFL, I went uh, 3-0 on plays on this show on uh, Panthers, Patriots, and Vikings. And then college football on this show, 5-1 and one with uh, Notre Dame, BYU, K-State, San Diego State, and Hawaii winners. How about that Boise State loser oh, to yeah. ruin the weekend? Should have gotten it. Uh, Boise State had a scoop and score fumble return that was wrongfully overturned or whistled dead by the officials. At least it was the only officiating gaffe of the weekend. Man, I tell you what, football officiating drives you crazy <laughs> uh, sometimes. But uh, really good NFL and college football week, and uh, try to go- do it again this week. Somebody asked me, why didn't you tell people before the weekend that you were going to win every game? I, I didn't know. I wish I, I was say I wish I knew. I <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Uh, all right, so uh, for the NFL to add for today, uh, two plays to add. So this is a, it's a grab of a number, and uh, this is a read on the market too. This is, we've talked about this on the opening lines. I, th- I think the Vikings are going to go off as a small favor here. They should. Yeah, uh, part I of the. Agree uh, with that. Uh, part of the point spread weekly article that I will be constructing for this week is going to be centered around the Seahawks secondary. It's not very good. The numbers back that up. Vikings plus one and a half at home against the Seattle Seahawks. Small dog there. And then, then I will uh, use them as part of a six-point teaser there. Tease the Browns down to minus one and a half. Vikings up to seven and a half. Get to those key numbers. Two-team teaser, six points there. Browns minus one and a half. Vikings plus seven and a half. I can see it. The Browns are going to be the most popular team of the week on teasers. Yep. And they should be. Really, because uh, you think the Bears are going to go to Cleveland and pull the upset with their quarterback situation? Well, Justin Fields is better if it's situation. I don't think so. I had uh, I had four college football plays last night. Now, some of these numbers move overnight, and JVT and I do the opening line show from Circa at 8 p.m. Pacific. And last night, uh, there were some pretty good numbers out there. One, I got the, I got the worst number on Stanford. Yep. I took Stanford plus four. I wake up this morning after a half-hour sleep, and it's up to six. JVT, what happened? That half hour. Anyway, I think it's the wrong move. Just like Arizona State BYU a week ago, I took Stanford plus four, and if this number creeps up to six and a half, seven, I'll bet Stanford again. Uh, UCLA with a crushing loss Saturday night to Fresno, and uh, Cardinal a much better team with Tanner McKee at quarterback, and uh, that UCLA defense has got some serious problems. Mm -hmm. Arkansas plus six over Texas A&M. 
I think the Razorbacks are live to win this game. Texas A&M still going to be playing with its backup quarterback uh, with uh, Haynes King sidelined. And I like the Razorbacks. They got a legit defense and a running game. And Texas A&M's played three lightweight opponents here to open the season. Now it's time to step up against uh, a legit heavyweight. I think that's what SC, uh, that's what Arkansas is now in the SEC. Uh, watch out for K.J. Jefferson in this running game. The Razorbacks took it to Texas two weeks ago, and I think they can t- take it to Texas A&M here. By the way, that game is in Arlington, Texas uh, this weekend. Arkansas, Texas A&M. Also uh, mm-hmm. played Western Michigan minus two and a half over San Jose. Dan Saley was on the show with us last night. He talked about this. I think he laid two with the Broncos. Just a really tough spot, JVT, for San Jose State, a team that was really sloppy. The Spartans uh, had a double-digit drop passes Saturday night and a four-point win at Hawaii. Now you have to go from uh, Honolulu to Michigan to uh, to play the Broncos, and uh, it's a non-conference game. I think Western Michigan off that win at Pitt is in a much better spot here, plus Broncos getting great quarterback play. And there was one more game I played last night, and I had to take it off this list today because the number moved. That's uh, K-State, a seven-and-a-half-point dog at Oklahoma State. And uh, this morning that number dropped to six at a lot of spots. So you can't get the full seven. I'm not going to uh, recommend the K-State play, but if it goes back to seven, I would say play K-State. By the way, really impressive win over the weekend. Uh, K-State putting it to Nevada in the fourth quarter. That game was tied in the third, and K-State outscored the Wolfpack 21-0 in the fourth quarter to win that game 38-17. to So uh, some early games I like there, Western Michigan, Stanford, Arkansas, and K-State. And uh, I've got a couple more. I'll probably have at least two or three more best bets on tomorrow's show because I've got – uh, several more games circled I need to read about tonight in college football. All right, well, let's uh, let's stick with college football because there's a couple of big contests this coming weekend. First off, um, did you establish a side here yet? And I think you did. We talked about this a little yesterday with Wisconsin and Notre Dame because um, I think Wisconsin, if we're talking about on a neutral over there at Soldier Field, in the range of six, six and a half, which is what saw the opener at, correct? Um, did it open that high over at Circa, right? There was a yeah. six and a half at Circa last night. It is six now, and I'll, I'll probably take the six with the Irish. When you look back at Graham Mertz, who's a, a former five-star recruited quarterback for the Badgers, aside from that Illinois game and his debut last year, he's done next to nothing. Now, I know Wisconsin's stronger, stronger on the offensive line and defensive line, but I still believe the Irish have more playmakers, and Jack Cohn's a more reliable quarterback, and this number, I think, at six is still too high. I made Wisconsin a three-point favorite in this game. Tim Murray's skeptical. He's a uh, a member of the Fighting Irish Fan Club, and he's on his way to Chicago this week for the game. But, you know, Tim was skeptical a little bit about the Irish last week, too. Uh, I think think Notre Dame has got a great shot to win this game just because Cone, a former Wisconsin quarterback, by the way, a transfer, is playing at a a higher level than uh, Graham Mertz. I I don't – unless – the Badgers dominate on the ground, and they do have the potential to do that. I don't see Wisconsin winning this game uh, by double digits or by more than a touchdown. So I'm probably going to take the six with the Irish and uh, take my chances there with uh, Brian Kelly and Jack Cohn, who I think are the better coach and quarterback in this matchup. No, I, I Look, I would completely agree. Graham Mertz on the season, uh, we're talking about just barely, and I mean barely over six yards per attempt, 6.04 yards per per attempt right now, two interceptions. He has not thrown for a touchdown. Wisconsin, as usual, it is not, you know, 2007, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. They don't have a passing attack. There's no vertical passing attack whatsoever. Everything is dink and dunk and underneath. Even against Penn, when we talk about that Penn State game, 22 of 37, a buck 85, Eastern Michigan, last time out, 
14 to 17 for 141. There's just nothing there in terms of impactful downfield vertical attack. And Cone provides a little bit. I've been surprised about how comfortable Cone has looked in Notre Dame's offense. He's looked much better. That was kind of the running joke. Is is this a Wisconsin quarterback? Like they can actually throw downfield and look a little bit more dynamic. He's got some weapons too. Yep. And I think that's some guys who can make plays. And you're right about that. Wisconsin doesn't have much of a downfield passing attack, which is why I think the Irish, if they're smart, Marcus Freeman, defensive coordinator can really load up, I think, and try to stop the run here and say, Hey, Graham Mertz, we're going to make you beat us. So, I, I think Notre Dame plus six is the better uh, better bet in that game. I did circle one game. The, the market has moved off of this, so uh, won't be getting involved. But I got to I got to get your thoughts on Texas and Texas Tech because we saw openers as high as 12, 12 and a half in this spot here for Texas, and now we're all the way down market wide. We're looking at an eight and a half, seven and a half are on the board as well. This is wide ranging on the screen. At least you have a nine. You have as low as seven and a half. So shop for your numbers. You'll be able to get you what you want at this point. Is the market getting ahead of itself, driving it down this low? I'm in on double digits if you could have gotten uh-huh. it with Texas Tech. Yeah. I just, I'm just i not sure where I'm at with Texas yet. I thought they were at a better spot week one. We talked about what happened against Arkansas, and you get to beat up on a cupcake, but how is everything fixed at this point? Just not entirely sure. Well, I watched the Longhorns against Rice over the yep. weekend. They looked like a powerhouse, but that's Rice. And uh, I, I do think Texas got some uh, figured some things out offensively on, in that game against the Owls over the weekend. But again, Texas Tech... I thought was really undervalued on this opening number, but I missed a boat here, and it always sucks to miss a boat. So uh, I didn't get TCU or Texas Tech at double digits, and I don't want to play it now at uh, right around eight and a half. Uh, I'm still not entirely sure what to make of either team. This is another game I wanted to read about and research a little bit more tonight. But again, Tech initially was the side I liked, but if you didn't get you know, 10 or better, it's tough to bet it at this point. Yep. And last one, and this is the one that Dan Saley, who was with us yesterday on the opening lines, was in on. And I, I think this is intriguing from the perspective of perception, right? Because for the last few years, and it's been rightfully so, Cal has been one of the better defensive teams in the Pac-12. They have been very good. But the last three the last three weeks, it has not been very good. Washington's up to a seven-and-a-half-point favorite after breaking out against Arkansas State over the weekend. Yeah, I'm not, I don't believe in the Huskies yet. And yep. uh, I still, when you look at uh, when you look at Cal, you got one of the best defensive coaches in the country on the Cal Bears side. And uh, I don't like to lay this type of number with, a, I think, a, a suspect offense against a great uh, defensive uh, coach. So I, I'm not into laying the points here with Washington. My guys in the desert coming up next. VSIN.com slash podcast. You missed out on any part of the show. See you tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.